Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soul Fire production. In this episode, I talk about the story we are willing to write for ourselves and how we can toe the line on keeping it going or shutting it down. We get so close to that edge, don't we? Or at least I do. And man, I was so close to that edge many, many times. So this episode is all about the permission to keep going, even when it seems too hard. And don't forget the extra Love Army doors are open for any new members. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to join us, find out more about what we do in this incredibly special community, or send me a DM. If you know me, I'll always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you would subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, Extra Love Army. In today's episode, I'm literally sitting poolside in our favorite house in Palm Springs called the Butterfly House. It's our happy place. We started to come here really over COVID and spring break time. And now this episode will launch quite some time after, but it's wildly timing and appropriate for a number of reasons. And here's why. I know you are with me when I say as much as I think a lot of us don't love social media, I think though I might be an outlier here. I love it. For me, it's a community filled with loving, heart-centered, amazing humans like you, you know, an extra love army. But I know some don't love it as much, which is totally fine. And that's not what this episode is about. But I think most of us love it when that old memory picture pop-up hits our screen. From seeing our little one's birthday parties and first cake pictures to special vacations, or maybe it's the first pup cup our dog like Humphrey had at the Starbucks drive-thru, for the most part, they inject some joy and moments in time when we're happy to see what we were doing at that time. Well, today, I literally got out my microphone because I was gobsmacked in a memory pop-up. It was one year ago today in this very house in Palm Springs that I had my first TEDx interview. My stomach dropped when I saw it come up. And for those of you that have lovingly been on this journey with me over the past few years now, I know you recall this as well. And you have heard me talk about the submission process and basically how it works is Once you submit your idea to TEDx, which takes many different forms from a 60-second video to 75 words or less thesis, you start sending them out sort of all over the world, hoping somebody will email you and say, hooray, you've been selected for an interview with our curators. And it's painful as every submission is different and takes work and makes you want to poke your eyeballs out, which I apologize, but that's really how I feel about it. I only submitted to, I think, three places. Um, which is not very smart. You need to cast a far and wide net, folks. But again, not what this episode is about. It's about the memory pop-up that I got today 
was of me just completing my first TEDx interview here in Palm Springs. And man, I remember it so clearly. So let me set the stage a little bit. I knew we were going to be heading out for spring break. I got an email saying, hi, can you meet with us on March X uh, to have an interview for your TEDx? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be on vacation. That just stresses me out. But of course, yes, yes. Tell me when and where I'm there. And I think it was a Wednesday at two o'clock and I set up my little station. I had my Zoom ready. I had my document out in front of me. I told Adam and the kids, literally go as far off this property as possible. If you make one heap of a sound, I'll strangle you. And I was so nervous. In a way, I hate to say this, I feel like it kind of ruined the first couple of days of our vacation because it was looming over me. Um, again, I'd never done anything like this before. I had no, no idea what to expect, but I knew that I was super nervous. And so I'm going to tell you that it was tough. And, you know, here is what I wrote on my Instagram feed right after. I wrote, sharing your heart and soul is exhausting. I had my first TEDx interview follow-up today, and it was every bit of difficult as I knew it would be. I knew it would force me to dig deep, get uncomfortable, and be wildly unsure of myself. Yet I know this is the real work. This is how we become ourselves. The real journey is right in front of me now. I choose to see it and not the outcome. So I'm sharing with you the bricks in my road in hopes it gives you the courage to do hard things, the permission to keep going when it feels too big. Today, I really felt that. Like, what if I just stop? What if I take the easy next step? Then I remembered that is not the story I want. That is not the story I'm willing to write for myself. So stay the course. Whatever story you're writing for yourself, I hope you allow it to become. I hope you don't stop when it gets too hard. And I hope that you believe in yourself more than anyone else and surround yourself in a community that lifts you. And for me, that's my extra love army. So I'm sharing that with you because after that interview, I sort of laid on the grass and I put my hand on my chest and I closed my eyes and I was just crying. I said to Adam and the kids, I don't want to do this anymore. That interview was horrible. They grilled me about questions about why my idea is worth sharing. Why do I feel I'm the most credible source? What authority am I to give this and be on that platform? And I just kept feeling I'm, I'm not. I'm not an authority. I'm not credible enough. I'm not good enough to be there. And I want this to all go away. And I'll never forget Adam hugging me saying, you know, you chose to do this. And when that memory popped up, I thought of all those feelings where I wanted to push it away and thought, but what if I really just stopped, right? And so I just remember I felt horrible. And what followed up out of that was three more interviews before I even got the yes. And it was quite torturous. And each of those were leaving me with this uncomfortable and unsure feeling. And I just remember I was sharing the journey along the way. And, and the next Instagram post that I ended up sharing was, I think, the second or third interview. And, you know, again, I was sort of clutching my heart and my eyes were closed and I talked about the journey continuing and feeling wildly out of my league and wildly uncomfortable, but yet wildly certain I was exactly where I meant to be. And I just kept getting struck this morning after that memory popped up, which was 
that was only a year ago. And what has happened and transformed in my life in that amount of time? And I believe that me writing that journey to you over this past year, you know, everything from that, I was writing a TEDx and that I had submitted it. And, and that I had interviews, I think kept me on course and it kept me showing up and being accountable because I always knew it was safe for me to say I didn't make it because I knew that writing the post in my head about thanking folks for supporting me, but we didn't get it, that that was always okay because I believe in every fiber of my being that there was no failure and the only failure was that I wasn't going to try. And I always knew that my heart would be held in the extra love army. And so I believe that today, why I continue to share my journey with all of you and where I'm at is because to stay our own course and our own path takes so much courage and confidence that we're not really meant to achieve all these things alone. I mean, we can, but it's way harder. And again, I know I wrapped this in TEDx because that's what happened a year ago to me, but please know my goodness, it has nothing to do about that. It has everything to do with what are the moments in time that we're faced with that we just want to say, this isn't the story I want anymore. I need to rewrite it. How is this going to feel for me? And it's not easy. And if I, if I were to stop, I think about this memory pop up. What if a year ago I shut it down and not because I wouldn't have this badge of TEDx. Truly, if you know me, I mean that. It's about all the things along the way. The feeling that I have now, which is that there's no space I don't belong. The gift that that journey was to my family and how they got to support me and be there for me every step of the way for nine months. And certainly, you don't have to be a parent to feel this, but we know that we don't really let a lot of times people take care of us, right? We're the caretakers. We do everything for everyone else. The treasures over this past year are endless. You know, the fact that my son got to stand on the red dot with me in rehearsals and hold an umbrella over my head to shield the sun from my, you know, recovering skin cancer surgery, or the moments at the kitchen table at 5 a.m. where I had tears running down my face that this is just too hard for me and I don't want to do it anymore. My kids got to see me struggle and get back up. And again, the struggle doesn't have to be about a TEDx. The struggle can be about whatever it is happening in your life. But I'm confident that if we put ourselves in a position to try, the gifts are in the trying. The gifts are in the keep going. The gifts are in the staying the course. It's not in the end. And you know that to be true. I wouldn't have been able to listen to Rocket recite my entire 14 minutes of my TEDx in the car ride to school. And Adam, allowing him to support me and take over life as TEDx seemed to take over mine. So please, whatever the story it is that you are writing, and even if you don't know it, keep going, stay your course, invite others in to walk with you. Like our extra love army, I kid you not, I walked this whole path. I walked this whole path standing alongside next to me, a love army that I know I can do anything. And so can you, so can we. Stay the course. I promise you the unknown gifts will keep coming if you let them. I'm so happy that I got to see this memory pop up and say, I stayed the course. I didn't give up. And that was only a year ago. So repeat after me. 
I am wildly capable. I am wildly successful already. I am wildly enough. I am enough right now in this moment. I have already arrived because I am here. I love you. And as always, thank you for being here with me. Together, I know that we can keep going. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week. 